I love these, uh, you know, the fake profiles that follow you on Instagram or something. And they're just so fun. You, usually, you, if you even want to follow back, you have to request it's private. You can't see the pictures. And that's when I kind of say, I don't care. And I know you're a fake profile. And then the ones that are, are unlocked, you go, you see, oh, somebody's following me. Oh, who's this? That looks fake. And then you go and you click on it. And it's like 18 pictures that were all uploaded like in the last five hours. <laughs> they were uploaded within 15 minutes of each other. And they go back, they span like a decade. I'm like, no, we're not going to actually be friends. Uh, and then sometimes, sometimes they're really good. I'm like, okay, this looks... This could be legit. I don't know. And okay, I'll follow back, sure. Because I, you know, I tend to do the, like, if you follow me, I'll follow you. Okay. Um, and then oftentimes I immediately hit the unfollow because if you follow somebody back that's just a, you know, a bullshit, you know, spam account or something like that, you follow back and then almost instantly in your messages, hi, hello, how are you? Like, uh, no, 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 no. I I don't want to tell you, and I'm not interested in how you're doing, and I'm not interested in anything. And go away. I'm unblock. I'm follow. I'm following and blocking. Bye bye bye. Um, so there's one, you know, and it says like it always says, says the same stuff. It's like, ask me anything you want to know about me. Looking for a loving and caring daddy. Okay. Oh well, then you seem very legit. Let's see who else. I have all these. Let's see. Sophia Allen Tucson. Every man needs a good woman because, comma, dot, dot, they keep men high whenever they're low. And a 100 and a green something. I don't even know what that emoji is. Soda? Let's see. Carlton Media. That's actually might be, oh, that seems legit. That's just a guy with some pictures, but I I don't particularly like his pictures. And then he's got like three of the same pictures. Nah, no. Nah. And then uh, some Eleanor... Eleanor Lulu Luluwitz. It's a foreign. Oh, okay, but that's but still four days ago. Four days there's like there's five pictures all uploaded at the same time. Not to say that people can't create. I, obviously, you have to start somewhere. You create an Instagram account, and there's probably every day there's I'm sure thousands of people are new to Instagram. So all right, but Rosalie Ark, fashion blogger, adrenaline junkie. Uh, I guess that seems legit. I'm just not interested in <laughs> any of their posts. Shania Roy, Shania Roy, live video, uncensored webcam. Okay, nope, no thanks. Uh, Saul Blum, Saul Blumenthal. I don't know who that is. Oh, it's, yeah, okay, those seem all right. Yeah, sure, whatever, Saul. I'll follow you back. Anyway, oh yeah, and the Hemi Thorpe. Hemi Thope, Hemi Thope, Sunset Lover. Sure, sure you are. Uh, yeah, okay, right, 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 I see. Yeah, no, these pictures are not from a real person, I'm quite sure. Six days ago, let's see. Let me scroll to the very, there's a hundred pictures. And they're all uploaded in the last uh, week or two. Eh, eh, yeah, no, not buying it, Hemi. Sorry, tall, tall sheriff. Yeah, right. Uh, anyway, there's a bunch of these people that I'm not. Dan Kano. Oh, it's all military pictures? That's a legitimate person. 
but uh, I don't know why. Weird. It's kind of, it's strange. I don't know. No, 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 no. Anyway, you know what's weird to me? I always, I always say this when I'm on the highway. And in, in Massachusetts, they've pretty much eliminated toll booths, I think, entirely. Certainly in the Boston area, certainly on the Mass Pike. I don't know. I don't know what other highways there are in Massachusetts that would use. I I'm not terribly familiar with the Springfield or or uh, Pittsfield areas. I don't know. Maybe they have toll booths around there. Uh, but in Boston, when I first got here, there were there were toll booths with toll booth workers, and then there was just like anywhere. There's the Easy Pass lane, and then there's the non Easy. They all take Easy Pass, but you can go in the the, the quote unquote express lane to if you have Easy Pass, and it. It boggled the mind when I moved back to this area. I, I lived in non-Easy Pass states. North Carolina doesn't have Easy Pass. I think it goes as far south. I, I know Virginia, the Washington, D.C. area, Baltimore, those are all Easy Pass. You know, you go through the tunnel, Delaware, the big bridge. has easy. So it goes down into Virginia. And then once you get past Washington, D.C., you're pretty much done with tolls. Um until you get to Florida, and then Florida has its own thing. I still have my Florida Sun Pass, which was like twenty bucks. You go to Publix and you can buy a Florida Sun Pass for twenty bucks, and then you create an account and whatever. Uh, and that was good because the, the the Florida Turnpike uses the Sun Pass. I ninety five does not at, at any point that I'm aware of. Maybe in Miami, uh, and then it's like if you want to go out to like Key Biscayne in Miami, that's a, it's like a dollar. Well. <laughs> A million years ago, it was a dollar to get out there. I'm sure it's not a dollar anymore. Uh, and I remember thinking, like, a dollar to go out to keep us. Oh, that's crazy. Uh, anyway. <laughs> but when I, so I lived kind of away from Easy Pass for a while. And in the 90s, I, I, wanna, I don't know when the Easy Pass came out. I guess it came out in the 90s. My dad got Easy Pass like right away. And my grandparents, like a lot of people I knew, had Easy Pass. Even if they're not like driving around the toll booth area all the time, it's like, why wouldn't you get Easy Pass? And I know there's something to be said for like the toll booth worker is pretty much becoming extinct and, and obsolete and all of that. But uh, for Easy Pass, I always, in the 90s, I just remember my dad got that thing and you, you know, he had one for his one car had the transponder that was on the license plate. And then the other car had the transponder that you stick to the, you know, inside the windshield. And it was, and then the first time I saw it in action, it's like, wow, you just go through this thing and there's no person and it just scans it and you just go. That's wonderful. And then when I turned 16, I got it, you know, hand me down car. I got my, my dad's Skylark, 85 Skylark, which I fucking loved. And I got the easy pass transponder in that too. So it's like, great, you know, if I had to go somewhere, I just have easy pass. I don't have to worry about the toll booth. And uh, and then we moved to Florida, and they didn't really, I had Sun Pass, and that I used it a couple times, I guess. And then if we drove, if we drove north, I would have to, like, put my easy pass under my Sun Pass and hope that it scanned one, and, you know, it, it scanned the right one. It was fine. But I always, since for the last, like, it's been 25, 30, close to 30 years that either, you know, that I have had Easy Pass in some way, shape, or form. And even, you know, even in the 90s, I remember thinking, like, who, why don't people have Easy Pass? Why don't you get Easy Pass? It makes it easy to pass through these toll booths. You don't have to sit in a line and you don't have to get that little card 
and then get to another toll booth and pull out the card and say, uh, what, what do I owe you? I don't know. I'm coming from, uh, Buffalo and I do, what's the, I can't read this thing. And, uh, you, you don't do any of that shit. You just pull up and it scans your easy pass and then you go and you set up your account and it replenishes your easy pass. When you're out of easy pass money, it just pulls it out of your bank account and you're, you're just fine. It's just a thing to not have to worry about since the nineties. And I, it's so funny to me. Uh, we moved back to the Northeast to Easy Pass country in 2015. I had, I still have an Easy Pass New York State Thruway. I don't know. I guess it. I don't know. I guess I still, I still have that. It, I don't use it. Um, I don't think it. I don't think I have an account with New York State. I haven't lived in New York State since 2010, so I don't think I have any kind of. I certainly haven't been billed. There's nothing on my credit report showing any delinquent new york state easy pass uh things so when we moved to new hampshire i got a, a new hampshire you go you know you send away and they they mail you the new hampshire easy pass and i said i need two one for each car one for my car one for my wife's car it's it was like five bucks i think to get the easy pass or you can like lease it <laughs> i don't know why you would do that but okay i said yeah five bucks and get a little a little transponder box that I just put in my little windshield, and then I don't have to think about it. I linked it up to my checking account or to my debit card or something, and whenever I'm low on Easy Pass funds, pulls it out of there. And that was a that was a must have for me because I was driving into Boston every day and I was taking the Mass Pike, and so I was hitting a couple toll booths every day. But I remember even after I got here, it had been at that point it was what five years since I had lived in the Northeast. And it was 2015. I hadn't been here since 2010. Even in 2010, 2009, I didn't use Easy Pass that much. Um, very, very rarely. And really just if I went on vacations or something and I had to drive yeah, downstate through some toll booths and stuff like that, 95, what have you. Uh, but I very rarely used it. But it was just great to have. And the times that I did have to use it, I didn't have to think about it. Like, oh, my God, do I have coins? Do I have cash? Do I have, you know, it's just a thing to not have to worry about. It's great. It's a nice feeling, right? So, when I moved back up here, it's 2015, and I'm driving into Boston, and I go right through the Easy Pass thing. The first couple weeks, I think I had to use the toll booth because I didn't have Easy Pass. Like, okay, and then after, and then a week later, Easy Pass came, and then I was, you know, just zipping through the line. And I just remember thinking, like, okay, okay, my situation is like, yeah, I have to use. I have to have some coins and some cash on hand. It was, I don't know, it was two fifty. Some ridiculous. It, was a, it's, it ain't cheap. Get, just getting into Boston is expensive. Um, even if you don't live, even if you save money by not living in Boston, just to get to Boston every day, it costs costs a penny or two. And you can go on the expressway and not pay tolls. And the expressway sucks uh, because it is uh, quite ironically not. Uh, there's nothing uh, express about it. Not that there's anything express about the Mass Pike, but I think a lot of people avoid the tolls and don't want to pay. I was happy to pay a little bit extra to not have to sit on that goddamn Zakem Bridge for five hours every morning. So that was worth the two bucks or whatever it costs. I think it was $5. I think there's two toll booths. Anyway, uh, yeah, interesting. I just – I would sit there and say, this it's 2015. Like, okay, I don't have Easy Pass for a week because my New York State one doesn't work anymore. That's expired. That's, you know, useless. I had to get the New Hampshire one. They're sending it to me. It'll be so I went maybe a week without it and then I had it. And I thought, 
are all these people without Easy Pass because they're just waiting for their Easy Pass to come and they all just moved here like a couple days ago? I don't think so. And then long after, I just, it's, what I'm getting at is I, I've never understood why people who live in the states that have Easy Pass on the highways in those toll booths, why don't they have Easy Pass? Is there somebody who can who doesn't have Easy Pass to explain to me why you don't have Easy Pass? I've never understood that. I didn't understand it in the '90s. My grandparents were like, I think even before my dad had Easy Pass, my grandfather, who I think was still working and maybe ha- probably had to tra- travel, he was always driving. He was he was an engineer, and then he was in sales and he's selling engines and stuff. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Um, but he was, he, he was traveling even, you know, in the early nineties, he was still out on the road from time to time going out and, you know, making sales and stuff like that. Travel mostly around New York state, but out in the, to the Midwest, I guess. And he was driving a lot. He put, he put, he had this red Buick, uh, park Ave, like an 86 or an 85 park Ave, And he put like 350,000 miles on that thing. And it still ran Oh, it was such a smooth ride because he was an engineer. He took care of the car. He knew enough to like, he could replace the spark plugs. Just, you know, he would do his own upkeep and also take it to the dealership to have it serviced. And it was just, oh my God, it was a magnificent car. It was unbelievable. The the condition that that car was in, uh, even after the 300,000 mile mark. It's so impressive. Uh, not as impressive as Al Bundy and his Dodge hitting the, hitting the, turning over on a million miles, but <laughs> It's still very impressive. And he, so he had easy pass from the get-go. And then my dad got it shortly after. And I just, I would think to myself, what? look at all these people who are just waiting in line. Like, even if you don't use it every day, why wouldn't you just have an easy pass, put an amount on in there and just let it, you know, then you never have to think about it, ever. And uh, the only time you have to worry about easy pass is if you buy a new car and you have to remember to pull your easy pass off the old windshield and, get some new adhesives and stick it to the new one. That's about it. That's the extent of it. And then if your, you know, if your debit card expires, then you might have to go online and update it. That's about it. That's the easy pass maintenance for me. I don't even think about it. And so I I see all these people and in New Hampshire there's still a few uh you head up north into the mountains and there's tolls and I90, you know, up by the beach there's there's tolls. There's lots of tolls in New Hampshire. Um and there's there's toll booth operators, which is nice. But I just, I look at the line of cars in New Hampshire that are just sitting there with New Hampshire plates, by the way, like New Hampshire and Massachusetts plates. If it's out of, you know, if I see like a car from Texas, like, okay, I get it. You, why would you have easy pass? I get that. Uh, but these are New England cars and I don't understand why anybody who lives in New York, any of the New England states, the Mid-Atlantic states, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Maryland, Delaware, Washington, D.C., into Virginia. I will never understand why you don't have Easy Pass in your car. It's every time, and my wife probably gets tired because every time we go somewhere and I see these lines a mile long waiting for a toll booth operator to take their money, and then the rest of us are just, you know, maybe at the most you wait like 10 seconds to go through an Easy Pass thing. Or on the major, you know, Jersey Turnpike type stuff and I-95 and these really busy ones where even before they got rid of the toll booth thing, they would have like a separate lane. Easy Pass Express, merge over into this into this left lane and then you can just keep, you don't even have to slow down. You can keep cruising at 70 miles an hour and the thing picks up and scans it and you just keep going. And then you look over on the other side of the highway and there's this big line of cars just waiting to 
get to the toll booth and I just think, wow, why would, why would you want to do that? And I get like, if you're, if you're, uh, maybe you come from a family of toll booth operators and you have a certain level, like I do, I, I hate, you know, I, I, I recognize my contribution to things being automated because I do go for stuff that's a little easy and yeah, I've certainly helped put the toll booth worker out of, out of business. I fully recognize that and I appreciate that. I also appreciate that, uh, you know, I, I, toll booth operators are not usually assholes and I get it because drivers are assholes. So they probably spent the whole day dealing with assholes. But I also appreciate that, like, I pull up to every toll booth operator with a big smile on my face, like, hello. Well, not obnoxious like that, but like, hey, how you doing? And it's usually met with absolutely, just absolute silence. You know, hello, here you go. Sometimes you get, like, these really friendly ones, like, hey, how you doing? All right. Hey, enjoy your day. All right. Just, And then you think, like, that's the one who's going to go and shoot everybody. But, <laughs> but anyways... It seems like a dangerous job too. I, I, you know, there's been times where you pull up to the toll booth, right, and you see like the guys, you know, he's coming in for his shift or going out for the shift with with the with the cash, you know, his till, and it's like, ooh, you know, it was it was a dangerous enough for me walking from the music department of Barnes and Noble up to the front of the store, as I mentioned previously, having to run past that sea of people all looking for help. Yeah, imagine doing that across like four lanes of traffic to get to the to get to the office on the other side to count out your drawer oh my god so anyway so yes what i'm saying is uh easy pass saves lives because it puts the toll booth worker out of harm's way by eliminating his or her job that's my rationalization uh but honestly i i yeah i i I bring this up because i i saw um, over the last few weeks it's just interesting like people are Multiple different posts across different social media, across Facebook, a little bit on Twitter about Easy Pass and the, and it is ridiculous. It's outrageous, you know, because New York State, I think a lot of the same stuff that Boston did, they eliminated the toll booth, and for, or not Boston, Massachusetts, the the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, I think the whole, I think, certainly in the Boston area, they got rid of the toll booth. You just. You have Easy Pass, you fly through, and if you don't have Easy Pass, it just scans your card and it sends you a bill. And in a few weeks, you get something in the mail and you pay the the two fifty or whatever it is. Um, and I guess New York State has done something similar, except evidently people aren't getting their bill on time. And I saw you know it's going into like collections, and they're charged a fee instead of like the sixty cent toll. They're charged like a two dollar fee, so it's two dollars and sixty cents. And then they don't get that notification, and then they don't get the second, the return toll notification, and so it goes into collections, and it's a whole thing, and then you have to blah, 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 blah. And I'm reading this, and I'm like, wow, is this all this because you didn't want to pay five bucks to have an Easy Pass transponder in your, in your car? Because I saw where it like got to like a hundred people with like hundreds of dollars in Easy Pass or in toll booth fees. Because of whether it's, you know, user error, system error, driver error, a little bit of all of the above, I don't know. I'm not there. I don't, I, you know, I've, I've had that before. There's Hilton Head Island has a, <laughs> when I was on my way to the Womack Family Spectacular one time, dry <laughs> drove, you have to pay, you have to go through a toll booth and it costs, a, you know, it's a toll to get out to the island. And on the way back, I was like, oh shit. I think you can go – I think there's a way that you can go and not have the toll. I don't remember. But I pulled up to it and the guy's like, oh, don't worry. Uh, 
we'll mail you the bill. And they did. They mailed me a bill. It's, it's you know, it was five bucks or something. I don't remember what it was. And I sent the payment in. And then that was it. I paid the toll. Uh, Tappan Zee Bridge one time. A little different story because I was driving a moving truck and completely, I don't know. I just, I, I thought, I'm like, how did I avoid tolls? Or maybe I just had cash and I paid most of the tolls and then I ran out of cash and forgot to go to the ATM. And so when I got to the Tappan Zee and it was $15 and the guy had to come out of his little toll booth and he had to circle around my, my U-Haul to count the number of axles and fill out this whole piece of paper to give to me that I then had to mail in. But it was at least like, okay, I don't have to like wait for some bill to come. I just have – you gave me the slip of paper and – but, I mean, you think about – I held up tra- – oh, my God, the line of traffic, and they were honking, and they were so pissed, and I felt like a big piece of shit uh, because I just completely – you know, it was mo- – I was thinking about moving. I wasn't thinking about tolls. <clears throat> but if I had my easy pass transponder, I could have just put it in the in the thing, and I would have been fine. Um, and, and, yeah, just knowing knowing what it is like on the times where, for one reason or another, I've either switched cars and forgot my easy pass – Moved out of state and no longer needed an easy pass, and therefore it, it expired. Those handful of times, those little windows where I was without easy pass or with without something, I know what a pain in the ass it was. So I can, I just don't imagine as somebody who's lived in a state that has easy pass for thirty years not having easy pass. I don't get it. I need somebody to clarify because I try to think about it. I look at these lines of cars. On New Hampshire, I, the highways in New Hampshire, the highways in Massachusetts, and I, Massachusetts, it's it's not it doesn't exist anymore. I guess in Massachusetts you can just not have Easy Pass and you'll just get the bill. But I wouldn't want to. I don't want to risk that because now I'm hearing about like throughout Massachusetts near people with like oh I'm getting yeah like I just said bills and they don't get the bill on time and there's a fee and then there's it goes to collections and there's all this stuff. And to me, it's like why don't you just pay five dollars? It's like. I think it's like six bucks. I just looked at it last night. If you want the easy pass that goes in your windshield, it's like five dollars and change, six dollars and change. If you want the one, there's one that you can screw onto your license plate so you don't have to have it in the in the windshield, and that's like t- twice the amount. So it's like th- it was like thirteen sixty or something like that. It's like six. So let's say, yeah, I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. So six sixty five for a window, and then thirteen. Anyway, like to me, that is such a nothing amount of money to have a little box to make you never have to worry about toll booths again and getting, you know, just any of that stuff. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't understand. And they, they, people have all these, all this extra work and the hassle to get your fee and get your thing taken care of, and you have to call. Talking about calling the New York State Thruway Department or the Highway, whatever it is, and uh, and having to go through this whole like run around, this whole rigmarole <clears throat> to get all this stuff squared away. And I just sit there and I'm like, why don't you just have easy? Why didn't you just 20 years ago just get easy pass so you would never have to think about this stuff again? I don't get it. I don't know it. I don't understand it. It will never make sense to me why anyone who lives in a state that has automated transponder units that you can buy for a a minimal fee. I mean, Jesus Christ, Florida, like I said, Florida was 20 bucks. You go into Publix and you get a you get a Florida Sun Pass. I'm pretty sure it was 1999, 
when I bought when we first moved to Florida and I got actually I got a Florida Sun Pass long before we even moved to Florida because we vacationed in Florida so much. I just kept it in my backpack and I'd use my Easy Pass if we drove down. I'd use Easy Pass the whole the whole way, and then I put my Florida Sun Pass up in the thing, and and then it's good. Uh, so anyway, yeah, yeah. I don't I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. That's all. Just just pondering things today. That's that's what it's all about. Just pondering things, and I would love. I've never actually asked somebody because it's hard to ask people on the highway. Hey, why don't you have Easy Pass? Um, but I I'll never understand why why no Easy Pass if you live in a state that has many tolls with Easy Pass capabilities. I'm I don't know. One of the great mysteries of life. Anyway, that's that's really it. Uh, I don't know what else is happening. Not much. Potentially getting some snow on Friday. Everybody's going to be excited about that. I'm I'm not going to get my kids all wound up yet, but it's uh, the timelines and the and the totals and things uh, looks like it could be a nice little recipe for a snow day for the kids, which would be lovely. I would be very happy for them because I feel like they were. Were they robbed of Christmas vacation? No, they were not robbed of Christmas vacation. They had a lovely time. They had a great time. They played with their cousins all the time and uh, and saw family and played with video games and just had it. We had a great time. It was a great time. It wasn't a lack of a vacation. It was that the vacation, when Christmas is on a Saturday, I love when Christmas is on a Friday or a Saturday. I, I particularly love it when it's on a Friday because then you have Christmas and then you have two days off. You have New Year's, and then you have two days off. It's a guarantee. It's a three-day weekend. And for the kids, I love when Christmas is on, uh, let's say, a Wednesday because it's right in the middle of the week, and chances are good that you're going to get pretty damn close to two weeks off. You're going to certainly get the week off for Christmas, and then you're going to get Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday at the very least, and you're probably going to get Thursday and Friday after New Year's. So those are all nice. Uh, and this year Christmas on a Saturday. So the kids got, uh, you know, they kind of got, and they didn't get the 23rd. I mean, it was like, they got December 24th and then they got the week of Christmas and then that was it. And then back on Monday, it was very short, you know, easily the shortest Christmas vacation week, you know, time off that, uh, that the kids have had. So if they had a Friday off this week, I would feel very happy for them. It would be nice. It would be a nice way. I mean, look, is there... What's better? Here's a, there's a couple of great joys of being a kid. Well, there's a lot of great joys of being a kid. One of them, and even as an adult, is Christmas vacation, the Christmas week. Even if I don't take the week off, I love that week. It's my favorite week of the year. I love Christmas Eve. I love Christmas Day. And then I love the time between Christmas and New Year's, and I love New Year's Eve. Uh, has a kind of a Christmassy feeling to it, just not you know without the gifts and stuff. It's just like, hey, everybody's going to – just party and have everybody's going to wang chung tonight. That's the feeling of New Year's. It's nice. Everybody's going to wang chung tonight. Uh unless you have to get up at 5 in the morning to drive to New Hampshire, then there's there's no wanging, there's no chunging. There's just uh there's just me sitting there with a fake smile because I'm totally out I'm totally uh, I've detached myself from the from the festivities because all I'm thinking about is suitcases. 
and getting those suitcases into the trunk and getting out at a reasonable time and getting home at a reasonable time and blah, 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 blah. Uh, so the, the, week, the Christmas week is just great. You just spend a whole week just seeing friends and family, but also playing with new toys, new video games, just relaxing, knowing that like the whole world is on vacation. It's like, all right, this is nice. And then the other great, the great, the other great piece of childhood is snow days. If you live in a area that gets snow days, and especially if a snow day is on a Friday or a Monday, ah, oh, how great is that? Um, and that would be such a, on a Friday, it would be a great way to go into the weekend for the kids to leave school on Thursday, to have the school canceled on Friday. Is there anything better than not having to go anywhere, having school canceled, having classes canceled, being able to sit inside a warm, cozy home, a warm, cozy house, a warm, cozy apartment, condo, townhouse, RV, I don't know, whatever, while the snow is just falling, 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 falling all, all day long and you just have the video games are fired up. There's hot chocolate. You play in the snow. You come in. You dry off. You play more video games. You have more hot chocolate. It's the greatest. It's, it's life's great pleasures. And that's, look, you go to North Carolina like we did last week. It's in the mid-70s all week and it's humid. And, you know, luckily for me, I wear shorts all winter long anyways. So I brought one pair of pants and four pairs of shorts, not because I knew what the weather was going to be, but because that's how I would have packed regardless. So that's good. Uh, but luckily it worked out like, okay, great. These shorts are, are really necessary because it's so goddamn hot <laughs> all the time. I wore pants, I think Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, and it was a little bit cooler. So that was good. And then the rest of the time it was warm. Um, but there's no snow. And it's a little, you know... And, and look, if we were in New Hampshire, there wouldn't have been, there would have been some ice, I think, on Christmas. Not much in the way of a white Christmas, so you didn't miss anything. It's very rare, unfortunately, that there is a white Christmas. Doesn't happen too often, and so this would be a nice way to have a Friday off, have a have an impromptu three day weekend, and uh, have the kids just hang out, watch the snowfall, play video games. My oldest is playing Boneworks on VR, like nonstop. This kid, and I know the feeling because I would obsess over video games well into my teenage years. I mean, you know, even even now I get excited about I mean, last year we got the Xbox Series X. Santa, no, actually Santa didn't deliver it. I delivered it. Kimmy and I delivered the Xbox Series X. I was thrilled to be able to have gotten a hold of one for Christmas. An Xbox Series X and a Baby Yoda we got last year. Somehow managed to score some big ticket, those big uh, hot items. Um, and I was, I, was ex- I was like, I can't wait for Christmas. I can't wait for the kids to open this and play Xbox and new video games. All of them. Oh, it's great. And then this year we got them new, all kinds of new stuff. And, and my kid has been obsessing over this game called Boneworks. It's a VR only. You get it on Steam, you hook it up to your VR, and you can play it. And we had the VR. We just didn't have a computer capable of of, <laughs> of steaming. Um, yeah, had a, had a Mac that had a very poor, poor job running Steam, as most Macs would do. So, uh, so this kid has been playing this Boneworks nonstop. We've been listening to the sound. The soundtrack is actually really good. If you go into Spotify, Bone Tones 
really good electronic. Uh, it's a great soundtrack. Um, but I know what it's like. I remember obsessing over the PlayStation. Christmas of 1995, I spent that whole winter just reading video game magazines and daydreaming. And occasionally I'd get to go to Leechmere and I would get to actually play. I remember playing Wipeout for the first time on the PlayStation, putting my hands on those PlayStation controllers, which have really not changed all that much in 26 years, which is crazy. They're basically, you know, it's it's gotten a little, the grip's a little bit better and they have the analog sticks and all that stuff. But it's like, wow, this was, I remember touching that controller and like, I remember saying, what a cheesy line. I remember saying to my friends, like, I played PlayStation last night at Leechmere. It was unbelievable. And I remember telling them, I said, those controllers weren't made for my hands. My hands were made for those controllers. And then everybody cheered and they carried me off on their shoulders. It was great. Um, <laughs> and then Nate, and then Nate rented PlayStation Thanksgiving weekend and I went over and just, oh my God, it was the greatest. It was the best of times, truly the best of times. Uh, so I know what it's like. So my kid has been talking about this Boneworks for, I mean, long before Christmas, like for, I don't even know how long. Boneworks, Boneworks, Boneworks. And I still don't fully know what Boneworks is, even though I've seen the videos and I've watched them play it. I feel like an old person because I, and I keep asking like, what is the point of the game? And then my kids will tell me, oh, it's to beat each level. <sighs> Thank you for that. And what is the point of each level? What do you have to do in order to beat each level? Well, you have to get to the end successfully. You're like, okay, all right, forget it. But it's just great, like physics. You know, you can pretty much interact with anything in the environment. And, you, you know, you can grab a shelf and throw it and grab anything and just throw it into the. I mean, it's just, it's cool. I'm watching him play it. I'm like, I don't know what you're supposed to do, but this is cool. Um, similar to Half-Life Alex, which will be a, a forthcoming purchase, I do believe. So, yeah, this kid has been obsessing over this Boneworks, finally has Boneworks, has been playing. Yesterday, Monday, first day back at school, it's a miserable morning. I mean, what's worse than that morning after Christmas getting up and hearing the alarm, like, oh, no, this is really happening. And uh, And then the kid came home, my 12-year-old came home, didn't have any homework i said well i know what you're doing and they said yep threw on their cozy little robe and ran into the toy room and fired up boneworks and then my kids traded off playing boneworks all, all night long uh as i played hitman 3 on the xbox which i'm really really loving uh because halo infinite there's a major problem with the campaign i played halo infinite uh, a couple weeks before christmas Beat the first couple of levels, had a great time, loving the grappling hook, loving the game. And now when I go to fire up the game and uh, try to contend, I did this on both the PC and the Xbox. I thought maybe it was a PC issue. It's just a Microsoft issue. You hit continue on your save game and it does the countdown. Three, two, one. You're like, all right, here we go. And then nothing. And then it just takes you back to that menu and you click on it again three two one nothing and uh i did some digging on twitter on reddit and yeah that's just a thing and people had a copy of these they sent to microsoft you know put in a ticket like hey help i can't i can't resume i can start my halo campaign i can't resume it and microsoft basically wrote back and said yeah we know fuck you we haven't done anything 
we don't know what to do. <laughs> That's basically it. This is in early December. This is when the game first came out. It's been a, almost a month that this issue has been going on. At least three weeks. Because all these posts are like 18 days old. And then you scroll down to try and find, okay, well, these are 18 days. What about like in the last, you know, two or three days or less? And then you find the posts from today, yesterday, the last week, still the same stuff. Still the same response from Microsoft. So I don't know when uh, when Halo will be played. I can tell you that I played some Forza Horizon. Man, I'm not a racing fan, but I love those Forza games. They are they are really something. Uh, Death Loop. We're playing some Death Loop. Oh, on Steam. Oh, what a what a game! That's a fun one. That's uh, that's enjoyable. Uh, there's a game on Steam called Trin or Trine. And you get for like 15 bucks, I bought, it was like, there's like four of them. There's trying one and two and three and four. It's a whole, whole series and, and they all, and it's gorgeous graphics. It's a platformer. It's, it's great. It's so great. Video games are so great. I fucking love video games. I love them more than like ever. And I, because you know what you can do? You can play the newest hottest coolest awesomest video games and then if you want to you can go back and play all the games from your childhood because for me the games from my childhood are nintendo super nintendo and sega genesis games and you just fire up your switch and play all those games you play anything it's it's just the greatest it's so great uh and then eventually the time's going to come where there's some classic arcade machines uh that will be occupying space uh, in whatever basement, <laughs> whatever house is the lucky house out there that gets to be the the future Hopkins residence is going to have a room, likely in the basement, dedicated to, yeah, you name it, whatever. Simpsons Arcade, Turtles Arcade, Pinball Machines, you know, and this will be accumulated over over a great many years, but that's the kind of thing. And and then to just and to just grow old and die in that house, I I fully plan on being one and done. Uh, that's that's the goal. Anyway, and to just have a video game paradise. <laughs> oh goodness! Oh, and here's well, right this minute, somebody's punching and kicking on VR and falling down. That's great. The TV show, right this minute, not like literally right this minute. Anyway, uh, we've gone on. For way too long. I wanted to talk Easy Pass. I started talking video games. Uh, and hopefully there's a snow day on Friday so my kids can just play video games all day and play in the snow and drink hot chocolate. Because that's, that's childhood, right? That's, that's what it's all about. I feel bad for these kids in Florida. When I lived in Florida, I worked with... Uh, I, you know, you, you hear about these people. Growing up in New York, you hear about people. Like, oh, I know a friend who's never seen snow. And I think that's not possible. How how could you never see snow? Even if you didn't live in snow, how would you not want to go be near snow? I don't get it. And then you go down there and there's a lot of people who have never seen snow. And uh, I can't imagine. I, and I know they have different, you know, a childhood in Florida, it ain't so bad. Uh, because you're, you're a few hours at the most, even at the farthest distance, even if you live in Key West, you're still, uh, you know, you're still only a few you know, eight hours drive to Orlando to Disney World and all the theme parks and stuff. Miami's only four hours from Orlando. 
uh, you know, most of the state is within three or four hours of of all those theme parks. So having a childhood in Florida is probably not so bad. You can go swimming all the time. You can go to the pool all the time. You can go to the beach all the time. You can go to Disney World all the time. You know, resident Florida passes and all that stuff. It's good fun. But, man, I, I, when I was a kid, I got to go to Disney World. <laughs> And I got to have snow, and I I would take my I would take my cold winter upbringing any day of the week over over Florida. As much as I at one time in my life loved Florida, uh, yeah, no. And I didn't, you know, I felt like I don't want my kids growing up here. I want them to have, I want them to have what I, you, you know. Maybe you project a little bit. Maybe my kids, <laughs> maybe there's a parallel universe where we never left Florida, and my kids are really happy. And anytime we'd go up to New York or something, they would be like, "Ew, gross! No, I don't want to. I don't want to do this anymore. I want to go back to my palm trees and my heat." Uh, I mean, my youngest was born in Florida, and she wears a sweater during the the summer months. <laughs> so maybe, maybe I did. But she also loves winter. She loves snow. My kids are f- snow fiends. They're winter sports people, uh, ice skating and skiing and snowboarding and that kind of thing. So anyway. Hopefully there's plenty of that to come. Hopefully there's a snow day and uh, and lots of video games to be played. And that's going to do it. I'm tired. I'll talk to you next time. Tell me if you can. Uh, birthdayboypodcast at gmail.com if you feel like it. Uh, do you live in an easy pass state? Or do you live in a state or an area that has some kind of automated transponder that will allow you to bypass the long lines and the long waits of the toll booth. And if so, why in these last 30 years have you elected to not have easy pass? Because I don't get it. I would love to know why. All right. We'll talk to you next time right here on the birthday boy podcast. Go to birthdayboyshop.com. Get merch. Talk to you next time. Later gators.